0: missed you i missed you so much it's been so long okay i know that one of the rules of metapod is that there's only two rules but i think we might need to um introduce like a set of depression like by bylaws or something (laughs) like not technically rules but just like guidelines did you say guidelines
1: I said protocols. Oh, protocols is perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And basically, it's just like, like it doesn't actually have to be brief. The episode, but you mm-hmm. just we just have to at the beginning say that it's going to be brief because otherwise, yeah. um,
1: you won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I'll just be like, oh man, that sounds so hard. and then the second one which is like the other side of anxiety is like there has to be like an um eject button where i can be like i'm shutting this down it's over (laughs) (laughs) because because that way no that's it that's the eject button it's just like i'm I'm shutting shutting this this down down, it's over over." yeah and then i'll hang up and don't be offended i still love you deeply i just (laughs) need the option to be able to stop when it gets if it if it gets too hard
1: I get it. I fully understand.
0: Yeah, so that's where I'm That's where I'm at. That's how I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much the worst. Oh, yeah. No. Not
1: great. I'm doing all right. Yeah, okay. tell me
0: the things that you can do in South Australia and I'll tell you what you can do in um, Victoria, in Melbourne.
1: Okay. Um, in South Australia you can go as far away from your house as you want. Just to the South Australian border though, right? Just to South, well, yeah, and soon to all other states, I think. Except for Victoria. Yeah, just not Victoria.
0: Unless you want to go back. I'm sure that Victoria will let you in.
1: Oh, yeah, they'll let me in. I will not be able to get back. Yeah, okay,
0: all. yeah.
1: But yeah. if you
0: go to South Australia from Melbourne, can you just, like, quarantine at your
1: own expense for two weeks? We've got a hard closure of the border. Fuck me, that is hectic. Yeah, even residents can't come back.
0: Holy shit, that's full on. Okay,
1: yeah, what else can you do? Uh, We don't have to wear masks. At all. At all. Anywhere. Uh, You're allowed to, but you're not. Does anyone do it voluntarily? I would say like one in a hundred people.
0: Okay. And do uh, they do it when they have sort of cold symptoms or something?
1: I'm not asked them. I'm not sure.
0: Okay, but you're not one of them.
1: I'm not one of them.
0: Okay, I'll tell you what we're allowed to do. Okay. You're allowed to order a thing online and then drive to, like, the Officeworks car park and have it be loaded into your boot. That's new. That's new. couldn't do that <laughs> two weeks ago. So thanks a lot, Daniel Andrews. Every time he's like, yeah, we're going to have the easing of restrictions, it's not like, oh, Kmart's going to open up and you can, like, go and buy a T-shirt. It's like, um, oh, two more people can come into your house. And it's like, what the fuck is this, (laughs) Daniel
1: Andrews? (laughs) This is garbage. It seems crazy to me because the numbers are so low. Like, in any other state, when the numbers were as low as they are in Victoria right now, everything was pretty much open again. Like, it's just, like, this extreme caution that's happening. Is that true, or is there a part of what's going on that I've missed? Like- I think there is
0: a f- couple of things. One thing is, is, like, if there is a third wave, Victoria is so fucked so, like, yeah. the consequences of reopening prematurely are much worse now than they were several months sure. ago. Sure, sure. And, yep. like, I think that there would be, I know this sounds extreme, but I think there would be, like, significant unrest mm. and possibly, like, a loss of control on behalf of the government. Mm. Which, um, the other thing if is... If they
1: tried to do a third lockdown. yeah. Yeah, totally. I think agree. it might
0: actually, people would be like, fuck you, I'm going to see my family. You can't yeah, stop yeah. us all. Yeah. Um, And then, so even though the lockdown restrictions might ease, there still is like you're a bad person if you like wanted to go to the Cox Plate or whatever. Like just yeah. to be clear, you were already a bad person if you wanted to go to the Cox Plate <laughs> every year prior to this year. <laughs> this year just more people got on board
1: wait is that a horse racing thing
0: yeah it's a horse racing thing and the government was like good news we're gonna let 500 people go to the cox (laughs) plate and there was such public outcry that they backtracked within 20 minutes wow which is incredible like (gasps) and the like obviously the thing is it's not just that they won't get re-elected if they blah, blah, blah. But it's like people are going to cut sick. Like the consequences have gotten to the point where there might be like some kind of civil disobedience. Yeah. Also, like the grand final couldn't happen here. That was a pretty big kick in the teeth for a lot of Victorians. Um, and the cat's lost,
1: man. Oh,
0: holy shit, dude. I had to have group therapy yesterday, like on the Internet, like a Zoom Zoom group. Yeah. And my psychiatrist was like, Yeah, we get actually a lot more admissions. Like, we had to open up, we usually open up another wing of our psych ward on the day after grand final day. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus Christ.
1: laughs> and I was like,
0: My th- thought obviously was like, Oh, yeah, because people are so depressed about their sports teams, but it's actually because of like violence and. Right like drug use and alcohol use associated yeah. with whatever <laughs> but I was just like oh my god I feel you <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand I should be in that ward full of cats fans
1: but um yeah I did get to watch the old grand final because I was driving back to Adelaide from Cooper Pei how was your job in Cooper pedid it was I mean it was I don't think I'm saying anything I shouldn't say to say that it was on a TV show, but um, TV, working for TV kind of just sucks. Yeah. It's really shitty. It's really, it's like film, but worse maybe where you just, it's your entire, like people who work in TV, it's their entire life. It's all they care about. And if you don't show the same level of, like disregard for your own health and well-being as they are then you kind of not (laughs) you can't be in their club or whatever yeah
0: I think also like the tv shows that I've worked on have been like so underfunded Mm. that like I don't know I mean I worked for like the history channel or something like or it wasn't even that it was like the true crime reenactment portion like sub channel of like the history channel on like some c-grade cable (laughs) (laughs) broadcaster in the states yeah in new york where like we made uh there was like a thing that had a camel or a donkey in it or something and i literally like put a fake fur coat over it like um office chair (laughs) Like, it was just, like, there was just fucking nothing, like, there was nothing anywhere. Like, we would be like, oh, my God, we've forgotten, like, an entire, like, serial killer that we're filming all these scenes for today, and we just have to, like, turn this movie theatre into an office suite like an impossible (laughs) (laughs) like just crazy I don't know just like bizarre shit like that and it was just so bad and the ones I've done in Australia have been if anything a bit worse because the artists I think are better Mm. than in America but the budgets are kind of the same so it's like you are expected to produce a higher quality of thing but just still under-resourced
1: Yeah, well, this was, I think, pretty well resourced. Like, I think that they had a lot of money in this production. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so that was good, but um, uh, I don't know. I just don't care enough about any job to kind of, like, sacrifice, like, sleeping regularly or, like, eating food. Yeah, but
0: the food is usually pretty good. I usually gain weight when I work on TV shows. Oh, this was weird. It was only, like, it was
1: a reality TV show, so it was only, like, Was it that weird days. SAS one? Is that what it was? It was, and redacted. Like, you have to take Oh, it. yeah. Did you have to sign an NDA? Well, they forgot to make me sign an NDA, but um, because of, like, border restrictions and stuff changing all the time, like, they're, like, really doing everything, like, making all these plans and stuff really last minute. Like, they didn't know if they were going to go to Tasmania or not until, like, you know, a week ago or something and blah, blah, blah. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah. They, they all just seemed like they were all on the verge of mental breakdown. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you <laughs> be, though? Producer. You know how some people, when they get stressed out, like just take it out on everyone around them? She yeah. was like more tired and stressed than I've ever seen anybody ever, and she was just so kind to everyone. It was very lovely and inspiring.
0: Listen, my stress does kind of become, um, like, camaraderie. Yeah. Where I will like pull people close to me and be like, "Hey, I know that you're just the driver of this <laughs> car, and you just have but you've really, I really need you to help me. Please, I'm just <laughs> so hungry. Please help me unwrap this sandwich. I'm begging you. <laughs> oh my god, you're <laughs> Joe. We'll be friends for life now.
1: <laughs> That's what happened as well. I got her her breakfast, which, by the way, like. Was supposed to be in the car at the start of the day, and it just did. It, someone forgot to put it in the car, and then I finally got it to her at like eleven o'clock. And we'd been working since six, and I was like, "Oh, your breakfast is like just on the front seat there." She's so grateful.
0: <laughs>
1: she was so excited. <laughs> so
0: yeah, grateful. I remember once when I was working for a TV, and I had to go to the fucking Telstra shop, who were like a major sponsor of like a Channel Nine television production and I just had to go and be like hi you're supposed to be giving us like wi-fi on site so that we can have like pre-made graphics on all of the computer screens in this fake office Mm. so can you just like give me these whatever's can you just give them to me And the man, the guy was like, I don't know anything about this. I don't know what you're talking about. And I remember holding his elbow and thinking like, (laughs) oh, my God, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and I have had a bite of a banana. I didn't even (laughs) eat the entire banana. I'm going to pass out. I need this guy to help me. And just like, like having these two urges, one which was like, to not have a mental breakdown in Telstra and the other one which was just to sit on the ground until the guy gave me just to like Gandhi the Telstra guy. <laughs> oh fuck that dude. Never again. So yeah. bad. <laughs> but um imagine so- I the- wanted my job to just be making the graphics, which was like yeah. really fun and good and I enjoyed it a lot. Not to be like going to the fucking Telstra
1: shop after like twelve hours of shooting. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So we got up there on Saturday and didn't leave until Saturday. So we we're there for a week. But my job only went for like three days. There was some kind of miscommunication, whatever. So I just spent four days kind of bumming around Cooper Pd, making oh, friends cool. with locals, buying opal earrings. Oh, like, dude, it
0: would have been such a bummer to go there and just work for seven days.
1: Totally. Like, totally. fuck that. But, but there was a period of time at which I was concerned that there would be no work for me at all. And at that point, I got very stressed. Oh, <laughs> but shit. Um, at the end, like, by the end of it, I, it was like kind of worked out perfectly. Like, I got to see all the sites and like really fall in love with Pedy and um And then I got to make some money and came home.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I've this week is the first week that I've been like, fuck dude. I am I need to work to live. I need yeah. money. I'm so fucking stressed about money, which is so yeah. dumb. Like like it's weird. I'm not I shouldn't even really be spending anything. I just don't know what's happening. I think it's more like a feeling than actually linked to fact. Yeah. It's the first centrelink payment though that wasn't like a Big one, Mm. so
1: maybe that's it.
0: That's got something to do with it.
1: Changed my mindset as well. Like as soon as the payment went down, God, the government fucking knows
0: us, don't they? (laughs) They really know how much money to give us to force us to be stressed about money. Those fucking (laughs) bastards. And they still haven't announced when things are going to open. But people were so convinced it was going to be Monday that, like, Mm. on the grand final. Bunnings had ads that were like, can't wait to see you guys. It hasn't been the same without you. It's like, I mean, my normal reaction to shit like that is like, you are not my friend, Bunnings. You are a hardware store and like not even a very good one. But actually my response was like, that is so nice. I can't wait to go. I miss you so much.
1: My sister I had our family Zoom last night and I think it was one of my sisters was saying that um the most missed um store that people miss going to is Bunnings.
0: I went from like from like lockdown euphoria to like lockdown extreme depression almost yeah. overnight. And it's yeah. not just cause I lost a grand final though that was a real <laughs> kick in the teeth.
1: <laughs> You personally lost it very
0: final. Yes, it slipped right through my fingers. Oh, (laughs) so brutal. Makes me so sad. I know that I'm kind of like doing this joke, you know, the joking about how serious I take it, but that's not... I did not think you were joking. Yeah, I'm not joking. I I want to read you a tweet that I wrote. Okay. (laughs) It's, It's really kind of amazing it's like just as i was going to bed like i'd switched it off just as the tigers song started to play
1: Uh and then
0: i sent out this tweet okay it's really incredible all right mustachio dark timeline confirmed
1: somewhere (laughs)
0: there's a mirror universe where there is no covid they've averted the climate catastrophe and dangerfield has a premiership but sure (laughs) enjoy your win i guess tigers (laughs) oh man oh it really pained me it was
1: really brutal
0: that is brutal i'm so sorry imagine thinking though that the cats losing the premiership was on par with climate change and the global (laughs) pandemic even just for a moment thinking those things are the same. Oh, somewhere there's a bright future where there's universal socialism and the Cats (laughs) won the premiership. (laughs) Suffering is no more. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Anyway, what a stupid game. I hate it.
1: Um, Colin was really upset about me not being home, apparently. She ran out of the house. The day after I left, and then wouldn't come back inside for like oh, three days. Oh, no. Colin! <laughs> yeah. really... Oh, mate. I've created a real, um, real codependent little nightmare over here. Oh shit! But that, she's all right. Were your
0: housemates worried that she was never gonna come back inside? That she'd run
1: away for life? No, no. It's because she would come back at night for food, but she would not allow herself to be trapped in the house okay yeah um so yeah she was around she doesn't go anywhere she just hides under this broken land rover that's in the driveway that's her house okay well that's pretty good yeah so it was fine but um yeah she's just got real attachment anxiety I think
0: yeah I wonder what I wonder why she didn't want to be in the house like because she could surely just be in your room and not around other humans
1: well, she just, like, can't
0: feel safe in the house without you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because you remember when she first got into your house and she would be like, where am I, why am I in this house? This is terrifying. Oh, there's Sam. Okay, it's all right. Yeah. But if you're not there, she just has the anxiety continues.
1: I think so, maybe. Hopefully oh, that's, that's really sad. Um, so one of the things that we had to, like, I helped out the art team for a little bit at Cooper PD. Yeah, and one of the art props that we managed to get was um, this local guy who was one of the drivers. We wanted like an old, beat up looking car, and he was like, "Oh, I've got one at the house. It drives. It's not roadworthy, but it, you can drive it." And we're like, "That's perfect. Like, bring it to this location." <clears throat> and it got there, and it was like the most coolest looking like Mad Max car with and like just one like just a driver's seat no windows (laughs) just like a metal grate in front of the driver so that rock like can't hit your face when you're driving and like uh doesn't have a key to like turn it on with a switch like no headlights like just like a metal box basically with wheels it looked really fucking cool and um I was like, What have you got this car for? And he's like, Oh, we race it at the Speedway.
0: Oh whoa. <laughs> oh,
1: and I was great. like, Oh man, is there like a lot of local cars in town that go and race at the Speedway on Speedway night? And he's like, Yeah, there's about thirty five and I was like, Holy shit dude, I'm coming. I'm gonna be
0: there next speedway. Oh, that sounds to great up. actually. I wanna come as well.
1: Yes, you should. I've wow. got some phone numbers of like a couple of locals that I made friends with. I'm like gonna make them tell me next time there's a Speedway event and see if they need anything from the big city and, like, do a trade of goods for accommodation or something.
0: Oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah. yeah. I had this boyfriend who um, went on a trip to Cooper Petey with these, like, two sort of sound – they sounded like sort of hopeless, these two hopeless girls. Um mm-hmm. And their car, like, got bogged and there was a really bad mouse plague. I know. And you couldn't, um, like, everywhere you went, like, if you tried to sleep, like, you would just kind of end up with lots of mice around you. Mm-hmm. And for a few hours, the car didn't have any mice in it but then eventually they just chewed into the car and then the car was also full of mice. So, like, there was nowhere you could go or anything that you could do where mice wouldn't kind of be touching you. And I hated that story so badly that I have not been back to the Northern Territory since he told it to me. And I used to go, like, a couple of times a year.
1: Yeah.
0: So I've still never seen Uluru Mm. Um, and I think we should probably go on a trip together when lockdown's over. Like That's such a good from idea. From South Australia all the way to the northernest point that we can get to.
1: Yeah, I've got friends that live in Darwin and friends that live in Alice Springs so I would love to visit. So I met good. this chick, um, Olivia, in Cooper PD, who. I was like, oh, how long have you lived in Kuvie for? Oh, oh, yeah, how long have you been in Kuvie for? She was like, oh, five or six years. I'm like, why do you <clears throat> decide to settle down here? And she was like, oh, I was driving across the country, didn't really have a plan or a direction or anywhere I had to be, and then I saw a black uh, hawk, and then I just followed it, and then I ended up here. And then the first day I was here, I met my husband, and just stayed.
0: Whoa. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah,
1: I don't know about I that. I need to, like, follow birds around to find my life's purpose.
0: Um, Okay, well, Lucas follows birds around, and <laughs> he's, he's decided that his life purpose is to retire, and so he's giving in his notice today.
1: Wow, congratulations. Yeah, it's really good. Can you hear Colin paring? She's trying to rub her face on the microphone. Hello, kitty. Kitty, 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 <laughs> kitty, kitty.
0: I can't hear her. It's really sad, actually. I'm turning you up. (laughs) No, no, to hear Colin. No. Sorry, your microphone's just too good at, um, like taking out the extraneous sounds. Filtering. Can you hear a bell? Yes. Yep. Piercing. It's my fault I sh- I've turned the microphone up, maybe too much. <laughs> Sam, it's been yeah. so nice to talk to
1: you. It's been really nice to talk to you as well. Yeah, but if I don't like poke and stop her from sleeping and like give her little treats throughout the day at night, she becomes a complete menace. <laughs> I just what a cute for... little
0: night owl. <laughs>
1: cute little brat.
0: Yeah, I'm on Colin's side, but I'm also yeah. on your side. It's a dialectic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told Alkin, So I was trying to get her to um get used to sleeping uh in other parts of the house, oh, not yeah. in my room. So I was like, I put her in the spare room and uh, left the bed down in the spare room, but like put her little tray and her food and her water in there. And she was like pretty upset about being in there, but like I was like, it'll be fine. And the next morning she had, like, shat and pissed all over the bed instead of using her litter tray because she was, like, stressed, stressed. and angry at me. I don't know and about told... angry. <laughs> but anyway. Stressed. Stressed. Yeah, but stressed. anyway, I told Alkin about it and he was like, she got so upset with you that she pissed all over the bed. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you've got yourself a real great companion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, like, uh, against the Geneva Convention, though, like, to use, like, sewerage as a weapon. (laughs)
1: I'm going to tell her that... Your cat is a war criminal.
0: Dude, I think you've done a great job. You've got this great cat who's, like, a real weirdo, and then you've got two best friends who stay shit to you, like, your cat rules for pissing on your bed, and your cat is a war criminal. (laughs) What a great situation.
1: Yeah, I've really made it. i really grateful. <laughs> Blessed. What I'm going to say is don't you think it's possible that Victoria will get to zero cases for two weeks, in a, like for 14 days straight before the start of December?
0: I don't know, dude. I kind of don't. No? And I think we'll have to um, like – I think it will happen. Okay. I mean, even New South Wales isn't on like zero cases.
1: No, but that's because they're like they've got um, overseas. Like all most of their cases are overseas acquired. Okay. Pretty much everywhere else in Australia, all of the um, cases that are that we're getting are overseas acquired, or they're like classified as known local source, which I guess means that they've. You know, it's, like, someone who works at a hotel that is doing quarantine or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. There's like, no, basically no community transmission anymore.
0: Yeah. I wonder as well, I was thinking about whether or not maybe, like, something about the way Melbourne is or, like, something about the way Victoria is is also, like, a factor. Like... Well, Sydney, if you imagine, or, like, any other city, like, let's say Adelaide, Perth, Brisbane, there's no, like, one spot that everybody goes to. Mm. Like, whereas, I don't know, Chinatown in Melbourne is, like, rammed in Mm. a way that I don't know if you see in other places or something. I don't know. I just think that we have, like, more... I mean, I guess Sydney has a lot of high-density living, but, like, all of the high-density living around Melbourne CBD focuses into the CBD, not, like, yeah. out to the suburbs.
1: Yeah. I Whereas Sydney kind of has, like, kind of... Um, it's got, like, it's the CBD kind of isn't a big deal in Sydney. The CBD is kind of like a, a barren wasteland. And like I mean, the, the rest- CBD
0: is literally, like, full of like high-rise banks yeah and it's then... literally a business district which like yeah. melbourne cbd is not exactly that also okay. do you think it's weird that cbd has just become a normal thing to like a normal acronym like that doesn't exist anywhere else <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know does other
0: countries not say that Nowhere says CBD. Like um except for geographers who are like literally talking about the central business district of Singapore or something. It doesn't exist. Like there's no way someone in New York would talk about the CBD. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. That's weird. I've never thought about that. Before. And I
0: guess maybe in Paris there is a business district and then there's like the tourist district and then there's like the fashion district so like the central business district is like a thing but it's full of banks or like firms or whatever oh my god look at how much i already know about economics (laughs) (laughs) i managed to name both banks and firms as types (laughs) of business Well, good all right. talk. Yeah, good
1: chat. Alright, I'm gonna go do this
0: thing and also eat something. Oh hey, are you gonna read the stuff for the economics
1: reading group? I'm gonna try. How long have I got? Until Friday. This Friday. Probably not. It's just not one chapter. Happen. Oh, just one chapter? Yeah, alright, I'll
0: do it. Yeah, it's like uh it's it's sorta of boring, but it's all right. Okay. I don't know. I don't know Can what you... we should have been reading. I'll send you the I'll th- facebook you the pdf or the right. epub i think it's a pdf oh. all right all right i love your face i'll talk, you you talk to you soon
1: maybe Walk tomorrow after work okay next time all right have That's fun cool. at work i will
0: okay bye
1: For the dance, I'll take you. Won't you tell your dad, get off my back? Yeah.